This is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Today's episode is about standards and boundaries, and there's a difference between the two. Standards are things that you will do or won't do, like, I won't work on weekends, or I will spend time with my family in an intentional, conscious way at least two evenings a week. Or I will have date night with my spouse or partner one day or night or weekend a week. Or I will get paid on time. Or I will not do work if the accounts receivables account for a customer is more than 90 days past due. So standards are things we can have in place for our personal lives as well as our professional lives. They're also things a company or an organization can have in place. They call them policies. Boundaries are what we may need to do, what we may need to put in place so that our standards are upheld. Having standards is easy. You've heard of people who have high standards. You've heard of people who have low standards. Low, high, or in between, just having standards is actually simple. Where it becomes difficult and a problem is enforcing the boundaries so that your standards stay intact. Let me give you an example. If you have a standard that you do not work at night or you don't work on the weekends, but yet your boss calls at 4.30 and says, we have this project, it's crucial that it be finished by 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, then how you respond is according to the boundaries you have in place. The thing that is really tough is most of the time we get hurt or resentful when other people don't seem to respect our standards or our policies. The thing though is it's actually not their job to keep our standards. It's our job. So we have to put boundaries in place and we have to uphold them. And that's where the hurt and the resentment comes in because we're uncomfortable. Of course, it would be much nicer if we say we don't work at nights or on the weekends and everybody respects that without any uh, pushing back or any problems or any conflict. They just say, oh, okay, John doesn't work in the evenings or on weekends. All right, we will never ask John to do work in the evenings or the weekends. Problem solved, right? Except we know that that's not how it actually happens in the real world. is because everybody wants what they want, including us. We want what we want. And I also have a philosophy that it doesn't hurt to ask. And then there seems to be that requirement that because somebody has asked, we are obligated to say yes. And I believe I have another podcast episode on that, that just because somebody makes a request... 
and you acknowledge the request, but you don't do it, doesn't mean you didn't listen or you didn't hear them. You just chose to say no. But that saying no can be difficult for many people. It's It raises that fear of rejection and that distaste for conflict or potential conflict and fear of unworthiness and all of those things that we humans have to struggle with, unfortunately. So it is our own responsibility to enforce our standards with boundaries. That means we need to respect our own standards. So for example, let's go back to the standard of not working nights or weekends. Well, what happens if the boss calls Saturday afternoon at two? Do you answer it? If you answer it, you've just violated your own boundary and standard. You can be irritated that the boss called, but ultimately it's your responsibility and your choice whether you answer that call or not. So the the way to handle that is, in, in my opinion, if, you, if, you really, if you're really strong about your standards and, you, and you've really thought about them, you said, these are my standards and they are so important to you that they need to be upheld by boundaries, then you don't answer the phone or you don't have it on, especially for those of you who have work phones and you have home phones or you have your personal cell phone and your, your, your work cell phone. Turn off the work phone and you don't answer it. And then when you come into work on Monday, and if you have to talk to your boss, you can say, oh, I, I turn off my phones on weekends because that's my, my private family time. This has probably been a conversation I'm guessing you've had before. Hopefully, your colleagues and other staff members and direct reports and managers know what your boundaries are because hopefully you've had that healthy conversation. So let me give you an example. It was, it was a fascinating uh, situation that I observed. I was, I was managing a client's business, and she was a consultant, and she was frustrated that her clients would call her and text her evenings, weekends, you know, late at night, and expect a response. Now, why did they expect that? Because she had responded. She had been available. She had been almost a 24-7 consultant, which was not what they were paying her for, but it was what she did. And she realized she, she did not want to run her business or her life like that anymore. So she went and got a new phone with a new number. And she told her clients that the, the number that they had was available during normal business hours. If they left a message, she would handle it the next business day. And if it was over the weekend, she'd handle it the next, you know, the next business day, which would be Monday. Within a day, she took the new phone back and went back to her old ways. Because her clients, of course, pushed back. They didn't like it. It was different from the behavior that they'd come to expect. And she was so uncomfortable with having that conversation with them about this is how I need to, to run my business. I'm making some changes which are going to help me and ultimately help you. 
she couldn't handle that. And I found it fascinating that within 24 hours, everything we'd set up so that she could transition from how she had been running her consultant business to this new way, which she was very much in favor of and desiring of, boom, all out the window. And it all came from uncomfort, discomfort, from potentially unsatisfied clients. There's also the phenomenon of we can say these are our standards, but if we keep allowing others to roll over them, then we have to look at is that really a standard or am I really okay with this kind of behavior? And you might be. There's nothing wrong or right. You get to choose what your standards are. And that's why I say choose, choose the ones you feel very strongly about because then it will be easier for you to put boundaries in place so that it's, you, you don't have to worry so much about that fear of rejection or potential conflict because you are so in alignment with these standards and how important they are to you, it will be easier for you to keep the boundaries. So how do you do all that? How do you keep the, how do you put the boundaries in place? Well, first of all, you need to communicate. You, well, actually, let's go back a little bit. First of all, you need to be in alignment with those standards. You have to be 100%, this is very important to me. So it's, it's that piece of being very conscious and intentional about your standards, what they are, what that means. Then it's communicating. This is what I'm doing. This is about me. It's not about you. This is to enrich my life, make me a better person, man, wife, uh, employee, business owner, daughter, mother, brother, husband. You just can go down the list according to who, with whom you're speaking. So this is what I'm putting in place. Then you need to think about what you might need to do. So, for example, when I was a young mother many, many years ago, and I had, uh, you know, like elementary school age children, and I was running a business from home, if there were times that I needed to not be disturbed, I shut my door. And my children knew that if the door was shut, mommy was not to be disturbed. Now, we're talking elementary age children, and I actually did have a mother's helper and a babysitter at times, and so they, they were given the same instructions. And there were some times where they, they pushed up against those boundaries, because that's natural. It's natural for children, and it's natural for some adults. Let's, let's push and see, does that boundary move at all? Is it a permeable boundary? Can I push it a little bit? And my response would be, you know, is there fire, blood, or broken bones? And since that was my response every time, consistently, then they learned that unless there was a fire, blood, or broken bones, or of course, some other ultimate emergency, that I was not to be disturbed. I also did not abuse that, so I didn't go into my office and shut the doors and hide for seven hours. <laughs> Even if I might have felt like it, I didn't do that. So I was respectful of 
of my, my family and others at the same time respecting myself. So that's an example of standards and boundaries to put in place. So I hope that some of what you've taken from this is the idea of, wow, what are my standards? What's so important to me that I'm willing to not only put boundaries to, to uphold them, but do what I need to do to keep those boundaries and therefore the standards in place. And then that next step of, is there something now I need to communicate to others in, in my life personally or professionally so that everyone's on the same page? At least there's been that communication of what these standards are and what boundaries might I need to put in place? Because if you think about that ahead of time, then when it comes time, you know, when they're, they're pushing up against it, because people will, then you've already thought of what that, that step is that you need to take. I hope you found this helpful. If you do indeed find it helpful and you enjoy this podcast, I would love a review on iTunes. And make sure you subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Until next time, may you thrive.